Hello, and thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Every Little Bit Counts. This is Fawn Town, and for this week, I have a lovely special guest with me. Her name is Margaret Walker, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about Margaret and I met actually in the Loom space through a mutual friend. She knew Michelle, a fellow Loomer. I had had healing done for myself by Michelle. And Michelle and Margaret have a connection. So it brought us kind of full circle to have the opportunity to meet. And I have since been very drawn to Margaret's energy, her personality, her love of life, her desire to do healing work, just someone, and we actually just talked about this, someone with a lot of integrity. And I feel the essence of her energy and her trueness um, whenever I have an interaction or am around Margaret. So she is just a lovely, beautiful human being that I've come to know. And we have developed a friendship that I am excited to carry forward. Um, But she's joining me today to talk about some of her work. And I just wanted to express um, how lovely this individual is allow her to speak about what she's doing in the world, what she's contributing to. I know she has a class coming up that we'll talk a bit about, but um, just bringing her here and allowing you to experience a bit of what I've been able to experience from this this lovely individual. Um, Margaret is trained in Reiki, and that's something that we share mutually. She is a Reiki master, I have not fulfilled and stepped into that degree yet. Um, I have done level one and level two. So she has a bit more experience. And for people that listeners that might not know, and Margaret, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Level one to me was more about learning the basic tools and principles and then allowing myself to work on myself family, friends, loved ones, and getting a sense of energy work and feeling it and connecting with it. And I felt like level two for me was more about um, really diving into it, more practice, more aspects. You get attuned and take on another level. You start to use the Reiki symbols and then kind of really expanding that out to work more with clients as well. And then the master that I have not done, but you can clarify is you are attuned, but you're also able to attune other people. So you have the ability to um, pretty much bring someone into the healing space of Reiki and teaching on it. So did I get that right? Um, yes. All, everything okay. is right. So- okay. First of all, thank you, Vaughn. What a beautiful introduction. <laughs> so thank sweet. you. Um, so yes, I um, have been attuned as a Reiki master teacher um, for a year and a half now and um, have been able to attune I, maybe a dozen people. Um, it's it's been a, yeah, I just started that last April. So, okay. Um, yeah, it's been, it's an, it's, 
a nice group of um, all women at this point, but I hope to change that. Um, the one, the one thing I would add to the Reiki level two, that's where you can start sending Reiki distances. Oh, that's um, right. So, um, yes, when I, um, when I started my Reiki journey, I was actually in Sedona, Arizona, getting a reflexology healing and, um, she, Lori there was working on my feet and she asked me if I did Reiki and I said I have heard of Reiki <laughs> but I knew a Reiki master teacher um, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Audrey Van Way and um, and so as soon as I got back from vacation I reached out to Audrey and I said Audrey I see you have a Reiki one class coming up I want to sign up for that but maybe um, if you have time in the next two weeks or week and a half, um, I should probably have a Reiki session done on myself first. So <laughs> I went uh, over to Eau Claire. I'm in um, Minnesota in the Twin Cities. And um, so it's about an hour and a half drive. And I went over there and had a healing. And then a week later, went back and took Reiki one class. And I was barely through the introduction before I knew I was doing all three of them. Um, oh, beautiful. So, yeah. So then, um, because Reiki one is so much about healing yourself and I'm like, well, this is great. But you know, when I had that session, I had had all the aches and pains, like name that joint. It hurt. Um, I was going to physical therapy um, for the last year over my shoulder, my, I had numbness and tingling in my fingers. Um, I went for my hips, um, and my knees and I had plantar fasciitis. So all the pain. And, um, I, after my first Reiki session, I felt better and lighter and I came home and my husband and I went for a walk and our normal MO is he walks 10 spaces, uh, 10 paces in front of me. <laughs> and just because he's a fast walker, um, literally a walker, <laughs> but, um, so, but I was able to keep up with him and keep up with his stride oh. and I didn't have the pain. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And so as soon as I knew that um, I could help myself, help my aches and pains, and mostly at that point, it was about the physical, um, although Reiki does work in the mental, the emotional yep. and spiritual levels too. Um, but, you know, physical results, you can feel those right away. And so um, I wanted to share it with everybody. Well, my family is all over the United States, um, in Seattle, in San Diego, in Boston. Um, and so Reiki one wasn't going to be enough. I was going to also yeah. need Reiki two so that I could send out Reiki to my family members when they needed it too. <laughs> and it's amazing. It, and it works. And it, <laughs> people actually feel it well, feel it energy, yeah energy doesn't care um where you are 
here you are. It just, if, if your intention is there, you can send it to another. Um, and we do I that think... all the time when, you know, we're sending love or praying or whatever, we're sending that love to another person. And if they are tuned in also, they can actually feel it. Feel it. It's amazing. And I think so much of that is, um, and I say this a lot to people that I've been educating around the space is it's so much about allowing yourself to be aware. Like, are you aware when I do this, I'm going to send you a hug. And then I literally set the intention and feel it as I'm sending it. And I'm like, if you allow yourself to be aware, you can actually feel it come into your body. Like you could feel the sensation. And um, there's so much about awareness that I think people overlook. But to your point about Reiki, here's a funny thing. I kept hearing healing hands. And I'm like, the only thing I know with healing hands is Reiki. So I actually got attuned through level two before I ever experienced Reiki. I never went in. I literally got attuned and started doing it on myself. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should let someone do it on me. And I'm like, it was it was so funny because I'm like, I am blown away by what I could do and what people can do on me via Reiki. So I had actually chosen to do it without having received it, which is really fascinating. <laughs> Well, it is, although it's funny because a lot of the people that I have attuned haven't necessarily had Reiki or haven't had it from me. Um, and so they were just, this is something I want to do. So um, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. So I actually have a, a story that you, you made me think about. There was, um, we had a, a group here. So our, our, uh, our landscaper, the gentleman that comes in sometimes and helps us do our lawn and everything and trim everything up. We have a 650 tree Mandarin orchard and my husband wanted to hire some people to help him trim it all up. So it was like, Hey, is there a way that you can bring in a crew to help us kick through this? Cause it's a project. And he knew of, um, there's a handful of people that come in from Mexico on work visas and they came in for six months and they work Monday through Friday at a local store. It's an apple orchard. They make apple pies and stuff like that. So they work at the orchard and he's like, they like to pick up work because they're just here to work. And this one gentleman had fallen not too long before he was here and he could barely raise his shoulder and they came up to sit down. We got him water and some snacks and stuff as they finish up their day. And we were hanging out with them and he mentioned the, the gentleman that facilitated it mentioned it. And this guy could not lift his arm. And I said, do you mind? Are you open to me trying to work on it? And I swear all the guys were sitting there. Oh my gosh. Um, afterwards, cause the guy's like, things are moving in my shoulder. And within that day, he was totally lifting his arm, not quickly. Like it was full on healed. I mean, this was literally one session and he's like, I am blown away that you just did that. And so, um, the gentleman that brought him in, he's like, 
fond. You're like, that is so crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, I think he's even Catholic. Um, but he was completely blown away. And he was like, I totally believe in that stuff. And he goes, he goes, I followed up with him. I've, I've worked with those guys a few times. And he's like, his shoulder is way better. And knowing that they're here for six months and they don't have any type of health insurance and that these are people that are coming with simple means, sending money back to their families just to have some kind of support and better way of life. They are very simple and don't have the financial capabilities to sit there and pay for healthcare visits in the U.S. So to be able to assist him simply just through one Reiki session, and can I, I can't even imagine what a few, gee, what you said about experiencing pain. When oh. you can do multiple rounds on people and completely shift some of their physical issues. It's very I powerful. Watched as um, I have, I have some regulars that come and it is amazing the difference um, from session one to, you know, several sessions in Yeah, um, that where the energy in their chakras goes, because oh, yeah. it moves higher and higher into their aura and they are just, um, well, they're healing things that they didn't even know that they had to heal at that point. You know, what? is, this, is yeah. this problem in my left hip because of my own situation or am I dealing with some ancestral trauma? Um, and at this point, that's pretty much what I'm clearing out after a couple years of consistent Reiki. Um, is the ancestral stuff, but I am still human too. And so um, we do stuff. Happens. Yeah. S stuff happens in our daily life. And it, it whether it's a physical or uh, um, somebody, you know, is jabbing a dagger at us figuratively. Yeah. Um, we need to clear that out too. Um, and um, it's nice to have that tool to be able to do it. And I love being able to share it with other people so that they can also um, heal and clear themselves. Um, yep. I have a couple people that are, um, well, I have a handful that are attuned in Reiki too. Um, and um, at least a handful. Um, and next month, um, or by the time this airs this month, at the end of March, um, I will be attuning my first Reiki one in Reiki three. So wow. Reiki three, um, yes, you get a couple more symbols that are introduced. And, um, and then basically, I guide you or your Reiki master guides you on how to be able to teach other people. Um, so you do you can do attunements on other people. And I think so much of the purpose of this is to share it with others. Oh you know? yeah. I agree because, with that. Yeah. Um, so um, I have attuned a couple of my sisters. Um, I have five sisters um, so that they can be self-healing as well as, you know, and I can send energy too. 
Um, have you have you ever done a Reiki share, Fawn? No, but I've I you know what I know just in conversation with you, like I definitely I'm doing programs and training like with my spiritual response therapy, but it just reaffirms that I definitely want to do my Reiki three and get my master, um, and be able to attune and. Cause I'm like, the, to your point, the whole goal is for other people to learn how to heal themselves. And then they can share that because when you do, and we talk about the ripple effect, you're healing family and lineage issues. And then it extends to parents and siblings and aunts and uncles. Like it, it spreads. And when people can learn to, even when we work on ourselves and our immediate family, it spreads beyond that. And there's so much goodness that comes from noticing the healing of people around you. But explain sharing to me, because I'm okay. now very A curious. Share is really cool. Um, and I've had the opportunity to do one. I would like to do many more. Um, but basically, it's bringing in people who are Reiki attuned, um, mm -hmm. because healers need healing too, right? Yep. So, um and one person, uh, we take turns healing each other. And so they're, they're um, super concentrating. So one person gets to lie on the massage table and you may have three, four, five, six women or men um, standing around yeah. you and everybody is giving Reiki at once. Okay, we, I have done it. I don't okay. know that anybody called it a Reiki share, but okay. actually we did practice as Reiki two people. Our master brought us in and we practice and she put two beds down and she split us up. So there was like three or four people on each person. Okay. And then we don't call it a Reiki share. There's a group of gals. We're all healed in different modalities. So we pick, what are you struggling with? Is there anything you need? And so we have a group chat, catch up, how are we doing? And if there's an area of our life that we're having a problem in, all the rest of us will connect and we go around the room and basically we rotate. And you might not have anything that you could think of, or you might've yeah. been really struggling with something and we're like, all right, let's focus on so-and-so. So I love Reiki sharing because- yeah. um, the energy of a group. And it just made me think, I'm like, when we combine it and we're all working, whether it's Reiki or, or tying in other modalities, you could feel the, the level of, of energy that comes into the space with everybody doing it is amazing. It's so powerful. When you connect your hands with the yep. people next to you and just feel you know, and we, we have our hands together um, for as long as we can stand it, but the energy is so powerful that it's like, okay, we're ready. <laughs> and our hands already get hot. So it's like inferno. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a jolt of electricity. So it's, it's such a wonderful, wonderful modality. Um, and I love it. Yeah. I love, I love being able to share it with others and well, there's something I was going to ask you about. You have created called an angel's hug. Tell me a bit about what that is. And it's a program or what is it that you created? 
Okay. Oh, no. Well, the angel's hug is something I experienced um, actually before I got into Reiki, um, but I was I was searching along my spiritual path. And um, one of the things it brought me to was um, to work in hospice. And mm -hmm. so I had been working in a hospice, just volunteering for a couple months, deciding where I wanted to be. Was I just comfortable answering the do door and phones and, you know, putting out cookies for the families or um, actually, strangely to me, um, because I'm not one for bodily fluids, um, I liked patient cares. <laughs> and yeah. um, I think I liked the patient cares because here are these vulnerable people in the last days or oh. weeks or months of their life and who just need caretaking. And, yeah. and I was glad to be able to do that. And um, so there was this one day where I went in to the room with um, a CNA and um, Celia was her name and is her name. And she and I were bathing this woman, um, getting her ready for the day, but something had changed and shifted in, in her room. And, um, and she was experiencing what um, I quickly identified as the death rattle. Um, I don't know if that's the greatest. I've heard that. Yeah, not the greatest description. I mean, it's it's kind of like a snore, but it's not a snore. It's um, when a person is at this stage, stage. of beginning of death, their their jaw goes completely slack. And okay. so they're still breathing, but everything is back in the epiglottis area. And so it just kind of rattles any, any liquid that's back there. Um, keeping you know the organs going is um you're you're hearing that kind of okay in the rattle so um so I was helping to bathe her and put lotion on and stuff and um she had had a double mastectomy I could see the scars um, the pacemaker she was so thin at this point and um anyway so but we were we were washing her um and um what the nurse knew that I did not know is that a lot of times when people are at this final stage of life if you turn their body that can um that can facilitate the dying process and wow. um and so differently than we usually did it we um we instead of doing top to bottom front and back we just did top um so we did her arms and legs and, and um and her torso and um then we were going to move to move her to the back and um, Celia was working down on her legs. I was still putting lotion on one of her arms and Celia noticed that she had stopped breathing. Oh, um, wow. 
And she said, oh, we need to go get her children. Um, let's cover her up. And Margaret, you just stand here and hold her hand. So I stood there and held her hand and told her, it's okay, your children are coming and you can go. And um, so her daughter walked in and I said, you need to hold your mom's hand. And um, and then I'm getting all tingly all over reliving. Oh. It's so, it was so beautiful because um, her daughter and, and her, she had started breathing kind of, she started and stopped a few times. Um, yeah. Just, and um, so I stepped back and Celia stepped back and the um, RN came into the room and um, with the kids and she let go. And it was the most beautiful thing. Um, and of course we're crying. There's so much emotion in the room and how oh, I bet. That. Um, but crying in a in a happy way for me that all of this pain and suffering that she had been enduring was gone. Done. White as a feather now. And um anyway, so fast forward that night, I am in bed and um my husband got up to go to the bathroom and um so I'm lying there and I start had started having this thing happen well where I would see blue um kind of like a kaleidoscope in front of my eye I would see this blue light and then sometimes it was green and um I've now come to know those as archangels Michael and Raphael um, okay and um, the powerful and the healing energy. And, um, but that night I was lying there and, oh my goodness, it was like a rainbow of lights, mm. all the different colors. Um, I was seeing peach and I was seeing turquoise and I was seeing yellow and white and like a rainbow of pixels. And um, it was so beautiful. And when my husband got up, I found that I was kind of paralyzed in place and my legs were a little uncomfortable, but I couldn't move them. Oh, wow. Um, and I was just lying there and I felt this tight hug, but my oh, husband wow. was in the bathroom. And so, you know, so I was like, oh my gosh, it's an angel hug it's an angel hug. I don't want it to end. And as soon as I thought that it ended, um, <laughs> of course it does. They go so fast. Sometimes I got in the wrong space in my head for that. So <laughs> that's okay. Um, but I was still lying there and I was still seeing the lights and I was enjoying the lights show. And then all of a sudden I felt this deep cutting pain through each of my breasts. <gasps> and so with this pain, um, I knew it was this woman that had passed and I heard, um, not audibly so my husband could hear, but I heard, thank you. Mm. And it was beautiful. It was so beautiful and so exciting and the best worst night of sleep I ever had, um, <laughs> because I did not She's like all this happened yes oh my goodness and um so 
I knew I was on the right path. And so it was shortly after that where I went to Sedona. And um, when Lori said, do you do Reiki? I knew, okay, this is the next step. I need to do Reiki. And so kind of um, that's how I have been running my business. When I get these messages, whether it's from another person or from an angel or um, a thought in my head that makes me feel really good in my heart, um, I know, I know that is the call to answer. Um, so and, crazy. Oh, so, yeah, I get that. I get it. Yeah. And so that has helped me, um, with my Reiki business to, um, peaceful solutions, S O U L, um, yep. to, um, add some different classes. So I don't just teach Reiki. Um, I also do angel oracle card readings. And then um, I had somebody um, come up to me. Well, actually, a couple different people ask if I taught kids. And oh. well, okay, that I guess is what I need to do. So I developed a Reiki Basics for Kids course. Oh, um, sweet. So I can teach kids how to do the basic Reiki um, on themselves, but also I think more importantly, um, how to create boundaries and how to clear themselves of energy that's not there. Yep. Because kids these days are are born awake and yeah. they feel all these energies and sometimes they don't know what to do with them. And so my thought with that was, well, I will create a course where it's not so scary for kids that they know okay. this is a normal thing, quote unquote, yep. and, um, and how to deal with this energy rather than, you know, God forbid, turning to drugs to turn it off or something. Um, it is so, I get what you're saying because I think it's funny. I feel like you were meant to say that. I feel like as parents talking about these things and helping them understand it, because we do have so many people born awake now, or they have, but they're empathic or they have psychic abilities or they see things. And in so much of society, they're, they're thinking that there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And if we give them the tools and guidance to let them know that they have abilities and they're tapping into special things, it becomes so different. Um, and I've, I've found this many times and I don't think people realize it, but a lot of psychics, intuitives, people that have been in this space when it was very much taboo and not okay, um, they struggled with it. And some of them felt like got very depressed or suicidal or things of that nature because they are overwhelmed by the gifts and abilities that they are naturally accessing that they don't realize are gifts and abilities and tools that they can use to benefit them. So hearing you say that I think is so important um, and that you're creating something for children. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then even I'm sure it help expands parents' minds too, when they understand that kids can be born tapped in and not really sure what they're tapped into. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, so it, that has been a wonderful thing. And just, 
um, for a quick backstory, um, previous to 2020, I was a substitute teacher for 13 years, and I had two different Girl Scout troops and um, taught faith formation. So kids are my jam. And so I don't <laughs> care if it's a five-year-old or, you know, an 18-year-old. Um, right. I can't, I'm, I'm not intimidated to work with them um, or to take movement breaks or whatever we need to do um, and, and kind of have the language to um, make it not so daunting for them, you know. Also, it's, kids can learn what a chakra is. That's they learn yeah. vocabulary every day. So, you know. so when when you have these types of things like this class, and and I'm going to post your website and contact information. Do you have a lot of this posted to your site so that if people wanted to try um, to enroll in your your class for children and stuff, they can find that on your site. They can, and then it leads them to contact me directly. Um, okay. because I don't have, you know, I don't have a sign up or pay um, okay. the site, but yes, they can reach out to you and we'll figure out exactly, um, how to make that work. Exactly. Perfect. So, yeah. And then my next class, the, the newest one I'm so excited about is an angel course. Um, that's and, the one in April, right? This is an April 13th in Eau Claire at Audrey Van Way's Academy. Um, and um, I am so excited about this. Um, this one, I will be teaching angel, angel basics, um, kind of the history of angels and um, the hierarchy, if we wanna call it that, um, but I'll get into that in the class. <laughs> um, and, a chance uh, there, there will be meditations where you can um, connect with your guardian angel and mm. with archangels, learn the different archangels and kind of what their energies are. Um, and then a chance with Kyle Gray's, everybody who signs up gets one of Kyle Gray's angel oracle decks. And oh, so cool. I'm going to teach people how to connect with angels um, and on a daily basis, um, and even something that they can do for their friends. So, oh, um, I love that. Yeah. Is, is that something that's posted to your site too, or is that a separate thing? That is also posted to my site and on my Facebook page and my Instagram. So, um, okay. So I'm going to get all three links from you so that I can post them with podcasts so they can see your information on your Facebook and follow you, your Instagram, and then also have access to your site so they can contact you directly. So we'll make sure that we post that um, so folks can reach out to Margaret uh, about any of these things. Um, I am actually, I live in California, but I am a mid Midwest gal. I grew up in Wisconsin, so I have a lot of family and friends back there. So it's just funny how you're reconnecting me again, but I didn't have the essence of spiritual based relationships back then. Cause I wasn't in that space yet. Um, but now it turns out that I have multiple. So it's, it's kind of a beautiful full circle thing um, to come back to. Well, I lived in California for a bit and uh, <laughs> also wasn't. those were my Mary Kay days. <laughs> 
I was gonna say we we we've overlapped in many different capacities and here's here's a very funny synchronistic thing for the audience listening is I am making a trip to Wisconsin to see family and attend a my sister-in-law's 50th birthday party and I mentioned it to Margaret so I'm going to try to visit her and in doing so she's like oh by the way I'm in in Eau Claire which is the same town the same day that I will be attending my sister's party. So this California girl and this Minnesota girl are actually synchronistically going to be in the same city the same day this year. And I have gone back to Wisconsin once. Well, actually in the past four years, I think I've gone back three times so how very infrequently (laughs) the odds of this happening are and that it's lining up this way um it's amazing how synchronistic things can be and how angelic and powerful and how unifying um our guides and our our support team can bring us together unexpectedly um in such beautiful magical ways so i'm excited that i'll be able to connect with you and that the angels are telling us we need to meet and get together because they're just slapping us in the face with it and making it happen. Yes. I'll absolutely meet you. I can't wait. I can't wait to hug you in person. (laughs) Same here. I'm so excited. Well, I didn't have anything further. Margaret, is there anything else that you wanted to share or talk about, or did we cover a vast majority of the, the beautiful things going on in your space? I think we covered, I think we covered it. I think we got it. Um, Just, um, just, I want everybody to know your angels are around you. They're wanting you to ask them for help. And every day, ask them, thank them for help and thank them for being there. And um, you will notice whether it's rock star parking or help figuring out a math problem or a technology technological problem um they can help or a relationship deal they can help you figure all of it and um i'm so thankful for everything that they have brought into my life since i started listening to them (laughs) so and i think i love that you said that because true like paying attention and listening but the other thing I think that it's a great reminder is we are humans having a human experience. So we have free will. The extra piece for us is to remember to ask, invite them into your space, ask them for help. They are like floating around you constantly going, tap me in, tap me in, tap me in. I'm here for you. Um, So don't forget to ask and put that out there because, um, free will allows us to make our own choices. And when we really set the intention, you'd be amazed at how they really jump into play. And if you listen, how much they're really there for you. So anyway, just felt I had to throw that in. But Margaret, I love this conversation. I love the aspects that we we share, some of the things that you've educated me on and made me aware of. I'm so excited to see you this year in person. And thank you for sharing this space. And for the audience, thank you for joining us this week. 
And I really look forward and excited for you to join me on next week's episode.